are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports, too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they got started in the game and, of course, where they are now. So, everyone, what is happening? Goodness, once again, I cannot believe it's already been a week since our previous episode. Okay, so that's the first thing. Um, second of all, uh, there's just so much happening in the world of sports right now. A lot of greatness. We're witnessing so much greatness in the world of sports and not just talking about combat sports, but just sports in general. Hence, hence talking about football because hello, Super Bowl number 55 just took place over this past Saturday with, um, arguably one of the greatest (laughs) athletes of all time, um, once again, just proving to everybody in the world why he deserves to be called the greatest of all time, aka the GOAT. So I'm probably sh- <laughs> I'm sure uh, all of you guys can at least take a guess of uh, who I'm talking about right now. Of course, I'm talking about the one and only number 12 TB, Tom Brady, who made a name of himself. Uh, I mean, I guess he kind of like came back because he was out of uh, football for, for a hot minute. He wasn't playing football. He wasn't playing for the New England Patriots. And so what happened was he actually got traded over to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And look what he did this past Saturday. He was able to win his seventh Super Bowl uh, ring, which is just so so much more than any other NFL franchise so no other team in the history of nfl ever any team as as an as a individual entity has not been able to win a win this many super bowls themselves right but tam tam brady tom brady just just give it a little bit of twang out there but uh tom brady um he's just on a different level and uh to me when i think about the greatest athletes of all time obviously i have to get started by thinking about Obviously, because I'm kind of biased about combat sports. So uh, the first name that comes to my mind is, of course, my number one always, always, always will always be Muhammad Ali. Rest in peace. So like among my top athletes of all time, I would have Muhammad Ali. I would have Mike Tyson um, and uh, obviously Floyd Money Mayweather. So far, they're they're all boxers, I know. But listen to me. When when I talk about greatness, obviously, I have my own criteria in mind. Um, uh, okay, let me just list all the athletes that I think are the or in my essentially like Mount Rushmore and amongst the greatest athletes of all time, in my opinion. So Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson, Floyd Mayweather. Um, and, uh, I do have to throw in a couple of names in the world of mixed martial arts as well. So, uh, George St. Pierre, shout out to George St. Pierre, um, who obviously doesn't fight anymore, 
But if you are an OG MMA fan, hello, come on. Um, how do you not have just be as uh, one of your greatest mixed martial artists of all time? The dominance that he was able to um, just just showcase throughout his professional career and not only that but also uh being uh, the 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 audacity the the courage uh that you have as a as a champion as a true and genuine champion when you're a champion when you lose your title uh it's all about not losing hope you know you have to be able to get back up to your knees and reclaim that that championship and in my opinion, that is one of the most distinguishing things about people like George St. Pierre, people like Muhammad Ali, people like Mike Tyson. Um, it's not just about you being the champion, being able to uphold that championship um, stature, but it's also about you having that that heart of a champion. Yes, that's the best way to describe it. You need to have that heart of a champion so that in, in, in times that you're down, you're actually able to lift yourself back up. And because of all those reasons, I would have George St. Pierre among my top, um, uh, among the greatest athletes of all time, in my, in my list of greatest athletes of all time, all right? So I have GSB, I have Khabib Nurmagomedov, uh, of course, one of my all-time favorites, Khabib, obvious reasons, the most dominating uh, wrestler ever in the world of mixed martial arts, and also because, hello, he is 29-0, and 0. He, he has no defeats on his professional record, which is, at this level, there's nobody else in the world of MMA uh, who, who's been able to accomplish that, so he's one of a kind in, in that sense, and um, that that's a lot of fights when you think about it. That's almost 30 fights that he has fought and has not lost a single one of them. So Khabib, because of that reason, is also in my um, in my list. And uh, for similar reasons, I br uh, briefly earlier mentioned the name of Floyd Manny Mayweather. So I also brought up Mayweather because how do you... How do you not have someone in your list of greatest athletes of all time when all they've been able to do is to, again, come out there, dominate over, over opponents, showcase talent, showcase fight and, and athleticism IQ. Um, and I know that's, that's kind of like a very specific jargon, but uh, by that I mean you coming out there fully being in in that moment and uh being fully conscious of what's coming towards you being fully analytic of the situations that you're put in and just taking advantage of every single opening that is presented to you and i feel like when we when we say all those things floyd mayweather is definitely one of those people at least when it comes to boxing uh, who who has a sharp eye for all those things. And so because of that, that's been one of the biggest reasons why he's been able to have... Um, I, I honestly just... <laughs> I sometimes forget how many uh, wins he's had on his professional record without any losses because when I say the number 50, you're like, okay, sure, 50, like 5-0. Like, what's so special about that? But that we're talking 50 professional fights and that is no joke everybody and Floyd Mayweather has been able to accomplish that all of that through all the 
uh, things that I just mentioned. And so because of that, I would definitely always, always, always have him amongst my greatest um, in my list of greatest athletes of all time. Now, since I said that, um, you know, the thing that I said about Khabib, the thing I said about um, uh, Mayweather, I feel like the same thing actually applies to Tom Brady in this case. So, um, yeah, just going back to football and uh, even the fact that, like I said, no other NFL franchise has been able to win this many Super Bowls ever in the history of Super Bowl. But Tom Brady has been able to do so. Um, the, the dominance aspect of it, there's definitely no doubt about it. And I feel like it honestly just talking about it right now, like being this analytic about um, some of the characteristics that some of these great athletes share and have in common. And honestly gives me goosebumps because, yes, they're not uh, all in the same sport. However, the, the, the uh, skill sets that they apply to their specific sport is very similar. So Tom Brady, too, similar to Floyd Mayweather, similar to um, Khabib Nurmagomedov, he comes out there, he's fully uh, submerged in, in that moment. He doesn't have, he's, he has such a strong um, mind as an athlete that all he thinks about is the game all he thinks about is what to strategize next especially i feel like tom brady's position is more even more special because um well obviously i'm a i'm a football amateur myself like an amateur football fan yeah let's just put it this way i'm an amateur football fan myself but uh just so i can transfer over some of my basic knowledge of uh football um tom brady is a quarterback and as a quarterback, um, he's often assigned um, leadership roles. So he is the one who has to call. Well, he has to uh, uh, kind of like brainstorm things with the head coach and some of the side coaches to figure out the his team's strategy, essentially. And again, that is no joke. Uh, you have to be very um, sports smart. If, if that makes any sense. So by that, I mean, you have to be, again, once again, you have to be fully aware of what's going on. You have to be fully there. You cannot be distracted by a single thing, cannot be distracted by the fact that, oh, you know, I was running the other day uh, to, to train for my, for my match and, uh, oh, darn, like my knee hurts or something or, oh, darn, how, how thirsty I am right now. I'm just so hungry. I'm so tired. Cannot let those things or even like things in your personal life, just like randomly, um, uh, you, you're recalling those things in the middle of your event, in, in the middle of your sports event. Those are not good. Those will definitely weaken your minds, take away your attention from what's at stake, which is the, the fate of the game. And in this case, the biggest football game of the year being the Super Bowl game. Um, and like I said, Tom Brady is so special in that sense because he's fully there. He's fully submerged in the game. He cares about every single player on his team. And I, I, you could honestly feel that um, from every single time that there was a touchdown by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you could see uh, just the spark in Tom Brady's eyes. And you could just, even though we're just watching, obviously, from the screen, from the TV screen, you 
you could definitely get that energy. You could definitely feel that energy come across the screen because that's just how genuine it was with Tom Brady. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he's sports smart. He's football smart. Let's just put it that way. Um, he is out there. He has uh, his whole mind on the game. Um, and uh, he works super hard. He, If he hadn't been putting in work all this time let me tell you this he would not be able to um uh, to, to to continue to dominate the game for 22 straight years and again just let those numbers sink in people 22 years i'm 22 years old okay so and i know that's a shocker to some people out there but uh yeah your girl is pretty young but, um, you know, I'm just saying that that's just beyond um, comprehension. When, when you think about it too deep, that's how long he's been in professional football. And for the majority of those years, he was playing for the New England Patriots. And now for the past year, he's been playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But uh, nonetheless, he's been able to come on top through and through. Not saying that he was always the best from the beginning and can definitely go out because this is kind of like beyond the scope of TKO, but can definitely go out and do your own research on his uh, professional career and how he initially started out in the game, but through hard work, perseverance and determination, he has been able to uh, uh, get to where he is right now. Um, you cannot just, uh, you know, okay, so this is probably going to be a little bit disheartening or like, I don't know, maybe even come, come out as a surprise to some people, but you know, when you're in professional sports, I feel like some people, um, they just take the opportunity that they're given for granted. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm already, I already made it to the team. What's the point of me just going to the gym every day? You know, if it's not. Um, because they just want to treat it as a job, you know, kind of like a nine to five, like, oh, do I actually have to do this? You know, that, that type of thing. Not saying that all professional athletes are like that, because when we talk about the greatest, obviously those, those greatest people, they possess some other, um, top notch qualities that obviously distinguish them from those mediocre athletes, mediocre professional athletes. I'm just talking about certain athletes, quote unquote, certain athletes who once they uh, make it to professional uh, sports, they're like, okay, I'm just going to chill. I'm just going to lay back for a bit because I already made it to, to where I want it. And, uh, you know, who cares? Like, I'm never going to be that that top person or whatever. But um, I said all those things, again, just to emphasize that hard work, consistent hard work for 22 years and beyond, okay, um, actually gives you reward. And you can definitely see that in the case of Tom Brady. And oh gosh, I, I'm honestly still in awe right now because, um, again, like I, I, I cannot help but be inspired by all the hard work and, um, just, just some of the, some of the things that make these top athletes, uh, uh, this great, you know, just, just looking at what type of qualities they possess, what type of mentality they possess to, to, 
get them to where they are right now it's honestly fascinating to me and i do i i i i'm very very honest right now i actually do take time out of my day to to go out and read about these great athletes so that i can just learn uh from from uh some of their advice uh on on how to be uh, more productive in life and what's like how to effectively accomplish your goals to the toppest level so because of that i would actually um recommend everybody listening to this episode right now to okay just just whoever uh, it doesn't have to be an athlete obviously if it's an athlete like you kind of like know where i'm coming from but whoever you think is the greatest in in what they do just pick that person and just just if, if it's someone that you know in real life perfect just go and talk to them ask them about their secret to success honestly i'm being dead honest right now uh or if it's someone famous someone that you've kind of idolized someone that you like very very much because of um uh, uh where they are um in their career um and uh, you just really admire their success level just uh do your research on them and learn what type of mentality they possessed and what sort of qualities made them uh be more distinguished compared to other people in their field and trust me once you do that not only are you just more educated obviously but also you're you will be inspired I'm telling you, you will be inspired to, to go out there and do similar things for yourself. So again, uh, shout out to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, uh, for winning the Super Bowl. It was great. And uh, I cannot wait to see what football season brings for Tom Brady and his team next season. All right, so enough football talk, you guys. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to fighting business. So UFC is back with another pay-per-view event, and uh, it is going to be a very, very good one. So if you're into fights that are technical, very, very technical, and also entertaining to the point that you're going to be kept on your toes the whole time. This is the right card for you. I'm, of course, I'm talking about UFC 258 happening this Saturday night. The night before Valentine's Day. Woohoo. Um, so it's happening. The main card is like, like before. It's happening at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and uh, they're actually having it in, in Las Vegas at the Apex Center. So we are going to be having for the welterweight championship uh, belt of the world. We're going to be having the current welterweight champion, the one and only Kamar Usman, uh, defending his welterweight title against Gilbert Burns, who there's actually a backstory to this belt, which I'm going to be talking about in a few moments. So Gilbert Burns is one of the toppest contenders in the welterweight division. Shout out to him. But um, this this match was finally happening um, uh, from from what I said earlier. This actually fun fact, this bout was supposed to happen a long time ago, a few months ago over the summer when the UFC was still trying to figure out their their um, uh, live broadcasting, so to speak, and how they were actually going to have fights happen uh, in the middle of a pandemic. So Kamara Usman was originally supposed to fight 
Gilbert Burns uh, in Abu Dhabi in Fight Island, what happened was that uh, because Gilbert Burns, actually, he was doing very, very well, um, even in the middle of the pandemic. He was he actually had fights going on. Um, two of his best fights, uh, two of his most recent fights that are arguably his best, his most notable wins. Yeah, let's just put it this way actually occurred during the time of the pandemic so because of that obviously how could the ufc matchmakers not have him fight the 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 best guy in the will in the welterweight division being kamar usman so usman was supposed to fight burns but they, they even uh traveled over to fight island to fight each other and um i believe it was either two weeks out or one week out of fight fight day um unfortunately gilbert burns tested positive gilbert burns and his entire team actually they all tested positive for COVID 19 and so obviously they couldn't fight um gilbert had to uh do all, do everything he had to do for his health and so did his team unfortunately it was out what happened instead uh was that kamar usman actually got to fight jorge masvidal and that was that was a very entertaining fight as well. We've already talked about it on the show, but that's what happened. So yes, the, they were supposed to fight. Usman and Burns were supposed to fight. They couldn't fight because of pandemic-related reasons. But now, not even COVID nineteen can hold us back here because they are running it back, and it is going to be just next level lit. Okay, so um. Yeah, I really do want to break down this this bout before I get into some of the other fights that are happening on this UFC 258 fight card. So I I feel like no matter how long I talk about either one of these guys, it's merely not enough to describe how talented and athletic of fighters these two guys are. So I just want to emphasize that Kamar Usman... Well, if there if there are two people, let let's actually no, there are three people. If there are three people in the entire UFC roster who are just the best for uh, the wrestling, the first name that comes to my mind is Khabib Nurmagomedov. The other one in the in the heavyweight division, who's not really active that much, is the former light heavyweight champion and the former heavyweight champion Danny Cormier. And the 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 other person who's very active and actually often underestimated, but ha- is, is, no no one like Kamar Usman has um, this this grade of uh, wrestling skills. Okay, so <laughs> again, just kind of like paraphrase it, paraphrase it. Excuse me. Um, I feel like Kamar Usman, his wrestling skills are if or at as good as any of uh those other two fighters that i just mentioned if not even better kamar usman he did uh he was an all-american wrestler he did collegiate wrestling um he's just so dominant when it comes to wrestling and grappling um however okay let me just put it this way uh we love wrestling wrestling is a critical part of mixed martial arts However, the thing is, for, for the sake of entertainment, fans do not like to see wrestling for a long period of time in fights. Why is that? Because you don't necessarily get fight highlights from wrestling bits. Sure, you can, you can have 
fantastic takedowns. They're good when you want to score um, points to, to eventually win fights through decision. But you're not, not necessarily going to be a fan favorite. I feel like that is one of the biggest reasons why Kamar Usman has always been underestimated as a fighter. But do not let that fool you because that is not that that's not true. And if you don't believe me, just watch him fight on Saturday night against against Gilbert Burns because you will see with your own two eyes that there there's no one else like Kamar Usman who wrestles this good. And uh, yeah, even like the word good is just not enough to describe how good his wrestling is. Okay, so you just have to watch it with your own eyes. So Kamar Usman, yes, like I said, he's a very, very dominant wrestler. And uh, just looking back on some of the most recent fights that he's had, two of the previous opponents that he's fought being Colby Covington, who who also was a All-American wrestler, and Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley was also an all, All-American wrestler. Um, Kamar Usman was able to demolish both of these guys when he fought them by, by completely, um, uh, for the lack of better terms, just, just outing them on their, um, uh, on their wrestling skills because that's just uh, how, how much better of a wrestler Kamaru Usman was compared to those, those top contenders who are just that good in wrestling, okay? So wrestling, we, we know, but at this point, you should already know, wrestling is Kamaru Usman's Forte. What about Gilbert Burns? Well, Gil- oh, okay, Gilbert Burns. He's one of those guys. Uh, if if you happen listen to TKO, I often have the saying that okay, blah 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 is a well-rounded mixed martial artist, and I feel like Gilbert Burns definitely embodies the everything that you would have as a definition of a well-rounded mixed martial art mixed martial artist. So um, he has the wrestling. He has the, the the power shots that would just knock you out cold, okay? He has everything that you look for in a mixed martial artist, okay? He has had a, a, a couple losses on his professional record. However, those were from... Uh, the, the most recent loss that he had on his record was from 2018, we're not going to give him much grief on that because I feel like ever since then, um, he's actually improved by so, so much. So now he fights at the welterweight division and uh, him too, Gilbert Burns, he also fought uh, Tyron Woodley, who Kamaru Usman also fought. Um, and he was uh, he was also able to defeat him comp- just, just very, very dominantly, which was very impressive. Uh, but uh, Gilbert Burns, he likes to mix things up, which is really interesting in this case because, once, I, like I said, I we all know we just have this big gut feeling that Kamar Usman is going to come out there, just trying to uh, out wrestle Gilbert Burns. But Gilbert Burns, he's not scared of wrestling. Okay, um, he's done that before. He's done it very well. But um, what what uh, distinguishes Gilbert Burns from Kamar Usman in this case is indeed his power shots and the fact that I, I I do know that he's going to instead rely on his striking skills so that he's able to outbox if not completely I mean I don't want to jinx it if not completely 
finish Kamaru Usman. But is that going to happen? Because Kamaru Usman has not lost a fight since 2013. So what is actually going to happen? Well, uh, I'm just going to leave you all on a cliffhanger because uh, unfortunately we're <laughs> almost out of time. But uh, all I can say is that please make sure you watch UFC 258 on Saturday nights. It is going to be a fantastic card. That was just a main event, but the whole main main card is actually stacked. And so I will definitely recommend everybody to watch all of those fights. All right. Uh, I'm just looking at the clock right now. Unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to be having for this week, y'all. Make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with previous episodes and can also go to iTunes and Spotify to download previous episodes as well. And until next time, it's your girl Janon right here and this is TKO. Peace out.